I was in Tifton, Georgia yesterday until the evening I was there when the sun went down. <clears throat> Posted a couple of pictures on Facebook of um, just after sunset. Man, the sky was red and orange. Well, it looked red and orange to me. I'm colorblind. It was beautiful. And posted Psalm 19.1, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows forth his handiwork. And then I got up this morning, um, got out of the house just as the sun was coming up. Um, it's not often I get to see the sun go down one day and the sun come up the next day. But I was, I was driving into town and just thinking about the beauty of creation just the beauty of creation and how I just boggles my mind how some, like, I mean, very intelligent people think that all this just happened. Um, the intricate details. I'm looking now at the, at the sky, uh, looking at the trees, looking at a man walk by. <clears throat> and to think of all the details that go into creation and the handiwork of God. So good morning to you today. This is the day which the we're in Psalm chapter eight <coughs> this morning, Psalm chapter eight. Um, I, I'm getting started a little bit earlier today. Hey, brother Mike. And so I know there'll probably be a little bit fewer of you watching live, but I am grateful that, um, good bit of you go back and watch the videos later. Remember, send a comment, uh, thumbs up. If you have a question, I may not know the answer. I'll ask Mike Smith. He'll probably find the answer. Um, uh, if you have, um, if you have an answer, <laughs> put an answer in there, but I just want these videos to be a blessing to you. So, um, Psalm chapter eight, we're reading through the Psalms. We're in chapter eight. We have seen a pattern. Uh, psalm 8, again, is a psalm of David. We've seen a pattern. Um, the foundation, hey, Lisa, the foundation is very clear in David's life. <coughs> Excuse me, if you've been reading uh, Psalm 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. <clears throat> a little bit of sinus drainage this morning when the weather changes. Sometimes it'll sneak up behind me. And man, it was it was chilly last night. It was down like 63 degrees in Tifton. And then I bet it's down 58, 59 this morning. Um, and so anyway, so my sinuses sometimes will drain. Anyway, so so Psalm chapter 8, actually Psalm 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, you can see a, a pattern has already developed in these Psalms of David. And David wrote many, most of the Psalms, not all. He wrote the majority of the Psalms. And there's a, um, a foundation in David's life that it would do us well to take note. David's bedrock, um, David's bedrock, David's cornerstone that he built his life on was basically two principles. The principle of prayer and the principle of pray, excuse me, of praise, prayer and praise. All through the Psalms, it's very evident. And when we read Psalm one, excuse me, Psalm eight in just a minute, it's going to be very, um, it's going to come to the forefront of your mind that David's foundation of his life was built upon prayer 
and praise. I know I want to encourage you for a minute. I hear people, I hear Christians, I mean, people that have been saved, have been saved a long time, they'll say, well, I just don't know how to pray. Listen to me. It ain't that hard. Now, when I, when I say it ain't that hard, what I mean is it's not that complicated. So sometimes coaching baseball, coaching softball, I'll try to make an adjustment uh, with, a, with the kids, maybe a guy swing or something. And I'll go, look, dude, it ain't that hard. And he looks at me like I'm an idiot. And then I remember what I'm saying is it's not that complicated. Now, the hard part is execution. The difficult part is execution. So when it comes to prayer in our lives, it's not that complicated. Um, and then the execution is up to us. So I don't know about you. I'm just giving you just an encouragement, I guess, on prayer this morning. I don't know about you. But when I pray, I'm just having a conversation with the creator of the universe. When I pray, I'm having a conversation with my Lord and with my Savior. So if we weave that in, remind me to come back to prayer in just a minute. Weave that in. Listen to how David starts Psalm 8. He says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who has set your glory above the heavens. So it's interesting. David begins that psalm. It's actually a, a mixture of prayer and praise. And then the last verse Verse number, the font so small, I can't even see it. Verse nine, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Good morning, Jimmy Lale. So what he does is he begins with a prayer slash praise, and he ends with the prayer slash praise. But notice, notice how he addresses God. He says, Lord, our Lord. O Lord, our Lord. So if you're, if you're reading in your Bible, in the King James Bible, most of you read, or I think maybe in other, tra other translations, I'll have to check them out. The first word, Lord, is capitalized. L-O-R-D, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. Well, I know you probably know this. So when you're reading that in your King James, that is, when it's all capitalized, the translators uh, capitalize it when it's the word, Je when it's the word Jehovah. Jehovah is the covenant name of God, Jehovah. And then the uh, the compound name, Jehovah is the self-existent one. Um, he's I am. When Moses was, when God was con trying to convince Moses to lead God's people from bondage, and Moses said, well, okay, because Moses offered up excuses, kind of like we do. And he says, okay, well, like, what if people ask me who has sent me? And then God said, I am that I am, Tell them that I am has sent you. And so he's talking about the self-existent God. Now think about this. Think about this. Because I just read Psalm 19.1. That the heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament display his handiwork. A few days ago I was talking about Psalm 1. In the beginning God. So if you can believe in the beginning God. God created. Well, and the word created is that phrase, bara ex nihilo, to create something from nothing. So in the beginning, there was nothing but God. Now, you can't wrap your mind around that, okay? You either, either believe it or you don't, um, and I believe it. So in the beginning, there was nothing but God, and God created. Well, then when you read about creation, God created everything by his word, the power of his word. 
God said, let there be light. And there was light. Let there be whatever. Let there be fish. And there were fish. Let there be. God created everything by the power of his word. Are you tracking with me there? You tracking with me? So, so when, um, when we, when we think about the word Lord, Jehovah, he's the self-existent one. He's the one that was in the beginning. Think about everything that's happened in the last 6,000 years of history. God was at the forefront of that. So, oh Lord, Jehovah, then this compound name, Jehovah, um, the self-existent one, Jehovah Jireh, the existent one that provides. That's what Abraham, uh, Abraham, um, named, um, that place on the mountain, Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord shall provide when God provided a lamb to sacrifice instead of his son, Abraham. So we call him, his name is Jehovah Jireh, but the Lord provides. Has the Lord ever provided for you? Yeah. It's provided for Vicky and me lots, lots. So sometimes when I'm praying, I will address him, Jehovah Jireh. Try it with me here, okay? I will address him, Jehovah Jireh. When I'm worshiping or praising him, I will address him, Jehovah Jireh. And now that Maverick City has that song, Jireh, Jireh, you are, you are, Jireh. Now they've written a song and we can just worship the name of the Lord, Jehovah Jireh. Um, he's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. The Lord took cancer out of my body. The Lord healed my son of a congenital heart birth defect. And so sometimes when I'm praying, just as David said, O Lord, our Lord, I will address God. I will say, O Jehovah Rapha, my healer. Especially if I'm praying for other people to be healed. Because I remember how God healed me. And also recognize that Jesus Christ, the same, yesterday and today and forever. So God's nature doesn't change. God's character doesn't change. So when I'm praying, uh, or, or Jehovah, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is our peace. Sometimes if, you know, I, I pray Jehovah Shalom today over the, over the state of Florida. Lord, will you be the peace that people need in Florida? May people come to know you, not just the peace in the middle of the storm, but the peace. Will you give people peace through Jesus Christ? So, so, so when David begins praying and praising here, he addresses, oh Lord. When Jesus taught his disciples to pray, they said, teach us to pray. And so Jesus said, okay, pray like this, our Father. So when Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he taught them to focus on God. A friend of mine mentioned this one time, and then it made a lot of sense to me afterwards. He said, you listen to a lot of people pray, and they immediately start praying, our dear kind and gracious heavenly father, uh, and forgive us of our many sins. And then they, then every time they pray, they they pray the same prayer. Hey, Liz, oh, our most kind and gracious heavenly father, forgive us of our many sins. Well, I, I heard that prayer growing up in church all the time, and I kept wondering, what the heck? I mean, these guys got a lot of sin in their life. I mean, every single Sunday for the offering, they pray the same prayer. Our kind and gracious heavenly father, forgive us of our many sins. And so, and so, um, and so my friend says this, when you pray that way, you focus, you're focusing on your sin. Hey, Liz, you're focusing on your sin. Well, obviously we do sin and we should confess our sin. And we do. He is faithful and just to cleanse us and forgive us our sin. 
as believers. But we're to be more God-focused than sin-focused. Think about it. Think about it. And so our praying reflects how focused we are. If I begin all my prayers every time focusing on the sin in my life, maybe I should focus more on God and his glory in my life, and maybe I wouldn't sin so much. That was absolutely free. Okay, that was free. I hear some of y'all shout me down right now. You got that right. So the point is this. When David begins, he focuses focuses on the Lord, the covenant name Jehovah. So the foundation of his praying and the foundation of his praise well, that's the foundation of his life. And then, but it flows from his relationship, his personal relationship with God. So he says, Lord, our Lord, that's personal. That's personal. And the word there is Adon, A-D-O-N. And so that means master, one who is in control. So what David is, is when David prays and David praises, he recognizes and he confesses, he says with his mouth, you're the the covenant God, and the covenant God is my personal master. I don't. My personal master. It's because of his relationship with God. And he says, oh, Lord, our Lord. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's personal. Psalm 27, verse 1, the Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Hey, Miss Grace, whom shall I be afraid? That's a personal relationship. Psalm 18, 1 and 2, he, the Lord is my shield. The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is my buckler. The Lord is my delivery. Hey, Robin, you see what I'm saying? So when he praises and prays, it flows from personal relationship. So for those of you that are married, your conversation with your spouse flows from a personal relationship that you have. So David begins, obviously you can see I'm not going to get through all of Psalm chapter 8. He begins with prayer and praise. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Who has set your glory above the heavens? He ends the Psalm. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. Build your life, obviously, on the foundation of Jesus. And then, and then pray. Let me go back to pray. So when I say it ain't that hard, it's not that complicated. Just talk to the Lord. Just talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Um, talk to the Lord. Thanks, Robin. Talk to the Lord just driving down the road. Talk to the Lord uh, when you're in traffic. Talk to the Lord when you're on the job. Talk to the Lord. Have conversations with the Lord and exalt his name. Because listen, listen to, to Psalm 8. Verse two, out of the mouths of babes, babes and sucklings, you've ordained strength. Uh, modern translations say you have perfected praise, even from the mouths of babes, because your enemies, that you might steal the enemy and the avenger. When I consider the heavens, which I was considering last night and this morning, the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars, which you've ordained, what is man that you're mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit as him. For you've made him a little lower than the angels. Actually, Elohim, you've made us a little lower than God and has crowned him with glory and honor. You made him to have dominion over the works of the hands. Remember, remember, God gave dominion to man, and man gave it back to Satan in the garden. Watch this. All the sheep and oxen, yes, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air and the fish of the sea, whatever passes through the past, that they're under. They're under our, the dominion of man. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, how excellent is the name of all, in all the earth. So here's what I want you to see about this psalm. And it will, it, it'll bring, it'll, it'll cause you 
to be filled with gratitude and praise and prayer to our Lord. So the first two, the first two verses, um, David prays and gives God praise actually because of God's glory and majesty. The first two verses. Okay. Just, just write them down right here in your little journal. Every day I say write in your journal. Verses one and two talk about God's glory and majesty. Then verse three and four, basically what David's saying is compared to the creator, man is insignificant. Compared to the creator, man is insignificant. And then he transitions in verses, the end of verse four through eight, compared to creation, man is significant. Now, I've, I've read this song many times, and that just jumped out at me this morning. Man is significant when we compare man to the creator. Man compared to God, we're insignificant. I mean, we're significant to God, but in the big scope of things, what David's saying is like, how do we compare? And then when he compares man to creation, man is very significant because God gave man dominion over all creation. And then in verse, that last verse, David is reminded of God's glory and majesty again. So the two bookends are God's glory and majesty. And then he says, compared to creator, man is not very significant. Compared to creation, man is very significant. So God thinks a lot of you. God created you in his own image. Yes, he did. In his own image. God created you in his own image. He created man just a little lower than himself and way above other creation. So that, that ought to give you some hope today. That ought to give you some encouragement today. Just, just try this before you turn on your radio or podcast or even your worship music. Just take a couple moments and just, um, and just behold the majesty of God in his creation today and just spend a few moments praying slash praising God. You know, it can go something like this. Lord, like this is a beautiful day, Lord. You made this day and I'm grateful for it. Thank you, Lord, um, that I woke up this morning. There's so many hurting people in the world. Thank you that you've given me the health to get out and about. Uh, thank you for provision. Thank you for a roof over my head. I thank you that when I open the cupboards, there's food in there. Uh, thank you for air condition. Thank you for heat. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my wife, Lord. Man, I married way over my head. Thank you for my, thank you for my husband, my grandchildren, my children. Thank you, Lord. I remember John said he has no greater joy than to know that his children uh, walk in truth. Thank you, Lord. I have no greater joy than to know that my children walk in truth. Thank you for brothers and sisters that you put in my life. I'm looking at some of them right now. Thank you for Robin Bossy. Thank you for Michael Smith. I forgot who else is looking. Thank you for Jimmy Lale. Thank you for Liz Roberts. Thank you for, thank you for Miss Grace. Thank you for, I can't see who all. Thank you for Lisa. And I thank you for the believers you put in my path. Thank you, Lord. I worship you today, Lord. I worship you. I exalt you. I lift my hands to you today, Lord, and I magnify your name. Because he talks about his name there. David mentions the name of the Lord. Your name represents your nature. Your name represents your character. That's why you don't have just one name. You're multi, you're multi-nature. You're multi-character. So I worship you and I honor you. Your name is above every name. One day, in the name of Jesus, every knee's gonna bow, every tongue's gonna confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. So this morning, I bow my heart. I'm sitting down, but I will bow my knee today. I will lift my hands to you, Jesus. You are King. Lord, 
sovereign creator of the universe. I am self-existent one, my Lord. Thank you so much for who you are, what you've done and what you're doing in my life. Psalm chapter eight. I can't turn it off.